Hello everyone and welcome back to the Smino Morning Show. Today we will be discussing and talking about the law and intoxication in Canada. We will be inquiring questions about the new impairment laws with Justice Minister Ravinder Singh. How are um, you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm very happy to be here today and look forward to answer all your questions and about, about Canada's intoxication laws and any other further questions. Okay, so firstly, how effective do you think the new impairment laws are? So 200 lives will be saved in a year, as MADD, Canada estimates. As new impairment laws come in effect this um, December 2018, the new law allows police to um, test for alcohol even if the driver is not exhibiting the signs of alcohol consumption. These new impaired driving laws will make our roads safe, safer and result in fewer road deaths deaths and fewer Canadian families devastated by the effects of impaired drivers. The new laws are part of the government impaired driving laws created in hand with the marijuana legalization and legalization is as it stands. Uh, police needs a, a reasonable uh, suspicion that the driver has been drinking before administrating a roadside uh, breathalyzer but not after like December 18th. The police now have the authority to make a demand which is mandatory for people to submit to a road test screening test that only takes a few seconds. It's not intrusive. They blow into a straw and the device gives police a reading. The device gives police a reading if they are driving safely and if alcohol is detected, drivers will then head to the police station for two separate breathalyzers, breathalyzers test. Yeah. But does the law violate the charter rights? I'm confident that this is consistent with the charter. Driving is a highly regulated area and the purposes of Bill C-46 to keep the roadside safe. In Southern Ontario, York Regional Police have taken a controversial step to, to detect deter people from driving drunk. They are going to uh, they are going out to their way to share the names of the people charged with uh, driving and so far this year we have laid over four, uh, 1400 charges so the numbers just are not going down L uh, last weekend in fact we had like 16 drivers charged with 27 criminal offenses uh, for impaired driving the potential of racial profiling how could the Canadian legal system protect its citizens when it comes to drunk driving and marijuana um, southern Ontario police force is trying to a new uh, method of combat driving by sharing the identities of those charged but not convicted impaired driving online. York Regional Police have begun uh, posting the names, ages, hometowns of impaired drivers caught behind the wheel. The list uh, is posted every Monday on the force's site as well as Facebook and uh, Twitter. Con yeah. So what really is the individual state of mind when intoxicated? How do they feel? Uh, more like how would the police be able to identify if an individual was intoxicated? So their appearance would consist of watery eyes, a flushed uh, face, droppy eyes, eyelids, and possibly twitching. The intoxicated individual would also have an unusual pace of either fast or slow talking. The odor of alcohol, marijuana, or other chemical would be present. With you telling me this, how dangerous it would be if both marijuana and alcohol were consumed together? Um, the 
combination of marijuana and alcohol is particularly troublesome because each drug uh, amplifies the effect of the other consume uh, consumed together the two drugs seriously impairs a person's driving pro, uh, performance and are dramatically increase the risk of a single vehicle crash beside alcohol marijuana is the best common substance found in the blood of drivers involved in vehicle uh, vehicular crashes marijuana users are estimated to be 25% more likely to be involved in a crash. Uh, are the laws of underage intoxication strict enough? So, like, addition, um, one of them is, like, uh, additional penalties if convicted in court, right? So, it means, like, if you are young or no wise driver, uh, convicted in the court for violating the zero tolerance requirement for drugs and uh, or alcohol, your driver's license will be suspended for, again, for at least 30 days and you will receive an additional 60 to $500 fine. Well, first offense is going to be license uh, suspension for at least one year. Second one is like you must attend a mandatory education of treatment program. Third is requirement to use an ignition interlock device for at least one year. And the fourth is uh, you will uh, need to undergo a mandatory medical evaluation to determine whether you meet the requirements of un driving in Ontario. Okay, so um, Han, when can um, intoxication be used as a defense in Canadian law? So technically, there is no intoxication def uh, defense uh, to criminal charges in Canada uh, Canadian law. Rather, in some uh, cases, evidence of an accused intoxication is uh, relevant. To uh, either a uh, so like two rebuttal, the mental element are more rarely the act element with the prosecution must prove uh, for conviction. Uh, for B, like it's going to be to support the availability of some defenses. The mere law, the mere loss of inhibition caused the intoxication is not a defense. Okay, so um, what are some facts about um, drunk driving? So according, uh, of, according to Mothers uh, Against Drunk Driving, MADD Canada, an average of four people are killed each day in crashes, crashes involving alcohol and drugs. In fact, uh, crashes involving impaired driving are the leading criminal cause of death in Canada. So, and uh, for second one in, is it uh, for United States and the Center of Disease Control and Prevention says that 28 people will die in motor vehicle crashes that involved an alcohol-impaired driver every day in the U.S. The works out to one death every 51 minutes. Among the police reports, impaired driving incidents in 2015, nearly 3,000 involved drug-impaired driving, including seven incidents uh, causing deaths and 19 causing bodily harm. A major uh, research study prepared by TIRF observed, observed that young people, especially those aged 20 to 34, show up most frequently in the statistics. According to the study, 16 to 19 years old account, account for 23% of fatalities, 18% of injuries, and 11% of the most arrested uh, for alcohol and uh, drunk driving offenses. Wow, that is a lot of big numbers. Thank you for um, coming to my show, and we will talk to you next time. Thank Bye. you.